Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Crime. Punishment. Judges. Legal stuff. Yeah, so that Noblesville school shooter. Remember that happened in 2018? I think it was on Carb Day. Yeah. Right? Was that that Friday? Yes. Uh, it was like it was on Hamilton County's last day of school or next last day of school or something like that, right? And there was a he, heroic teacher yeah, 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 yeah. that saved a lot of lives. Jason Seaman. Um, so the... The kid, the 13-year-old boy, his name was never released. He shot and injured, uh, well, her name was Ella Whistler and Jason Seaman at Noblesville West Middle School. So he was charged as juvenile and was set to get out on his 18th birthday. But that's not going to happen. He's been uh, apparently transferred to Madison County as an adult where he's accused of punching and jail work. So, so it doesn't look like he's learned his lesson. No. I mean, he obviously still needs to be behind bars. And he's a legal adult now. He's 18 years old. Now, I'm reading up a little bit about this attack that took place. A lot of he said, she said, but I don't think anybody's in a position to take his word for anything. He said he was being playful, kind of giving a fist bump to the chest, and then they what? took it the wrong way. A lot of weird stuff going on with that, quote, assault inside the jail, but he's not getting out anytime soon. So the Madison County Prosecutor's Office um, will now be making sure that he goes through some psychiatric stuff before any talks of him being back out on the streets. I remember that like it was yesterday. I can't believe it was that long ago. It was really scary, and it was it was awful. I mean, you know, Carb Day here in this city is, is supposed to be a, just an awesome day. Uh, headed into Memorial Day weekend, the race, the Indy 500, and uh, thank God for Jason Seaman and his actions there at Noblesville. He tackled the dude. And I hope and the young lady is okay because I know a lot of people go through there were some, some injuries there. There was some, I think, there were some lasting injuries there as a result of that. And then the mental aspect of that too. Oh, I, mean, I couldn't imagine. We've yeah. spoken with Guy Relford, his client, the hero in the Greenwood shooting, still deals with thinking about that situation over and over and over again. Um, one day, I'd love to have that young lady in here just to hear her story. Well, I like to have Jason in here. Yes. Um, yeah, true hero, saved a lot of lives, and very lucky that, that nobody died that day. And it doesn't seem like this, whoever this person is that perpetrated that crime needs to be released yet. More legal stuff from New York. Authorities in New York have filed charges against a 65-year-old man who shot and killed someone trying to mug him. What? Queens resident Charles Froner has been charged with second-degree criminal possession of a weapon and criminal possession of a firearm. Both are felonies. The charges stem from an incident that happened last week when he was approached by a guy with a knife who demanded money and cigarettes. Uh, instead, the guy just pulled it out of the gun and killed him. Shot him five awesome. times. Good, killing him. Whoa! All on surveillance video. And now the neighborhood is upset because they feel like yeah. this guy was being attacked by somebody with a knife 
threatened with a knife. He protected himself, protected his life, and now he's charged with multiple felonies. Quote from a neighbor. You know, unfortunately, the guy had to lose his life. I don't wish that on anybody. I do. If you're being mugged and attacked with a knife, you deserve to lose your life. Uh, not necessarily every time. It won't happen every time, but you never know what can happen. Uh, anyway, so, you know, unfortunately, the guy had to lose his life. I don't wish that on anybody. But this is the circumstances when you randomly just rob people. You never know what you're going to get. Exactly. What's the expression? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And you could go back to the Ferguson riots when Michael Brown, remember, he was the poster child for hands up, don't shoot, which was a complete lie perpetrated from the family and the media. In no way did he ever put his hands up and say, don't shoot. He robbed a store and assaulted the store owner and then put his hands on the police officer. It's shocking that you would probably still be alive today if you don't rob people, assault people, or the combination of both. Your life will last much longer if you do not do those simple things. So I hope this guy well, has a good lawyer. So, But he's not being charged with, it, it looks like it's firearm-related. It looks like it's gun-related charges. Maybe but in was, New York, when you have multiple felonies, with their kangaroo court system, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, Alvin Bragg obviously put the bodega owner in jail after he killed the guy that was behind the counter threatening him and had a knife and the guy pulled out a gun did he pull out a gun or did the bodega owner have a knife and kill that guy you remember what i'm talking about yes i can't remember yeah, what but the anyway the bragg sent him up sent him to rikers island and eventually charges were dropped to his chagrin but, um, yeah, this guy. So I'm wondering if this guy that killed the mugger was allowed to have a weapon. Oh, that's a good thought. You know what I'm saying? Like right. what was in his past to have him, you know, be charged with criminal possession of a firearm. Cause it doesn't say anything about a homicide or manslaughter or anything like that. Right. It's all gun related. It's charges. weapons charges, basically. Yeah.